Empires with Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Wash your hands! How did you know? I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. You better pack it up and get out of here. Roy, can you imagine how your kids would have felt if when you got to Florida it was closed? Oh, they don't close Florida. No, you. Well, I know they don't close the state of Florida. I, I bet. So, sir, the police are outside. Why are the police outside? They should be inside, looking at fingerprints. <laughs> Is there no Chad? I thought. So you're saying Chad's not coming? Sir, there's no Chad. (laughs) I watched that last night after I texted you about how sometimes I think about it and laugh. And it is still pretty funny. Like, yeah, it absolutely uh, would not necessarily be uh, very well received today, I don't think. But I still think it's pretty funny. And considering Donald Glover was part of that. Because I watched it this morning. I know. he's, And I was just like, wait, Donald Glover? He's the one who's like, man, that fish reunion tour is like an all-you-can-rape buffet. <laughs> like, oh, my God. No, they just like, uh, they just like, I just turn around to get my beer, and I turn back, and I just see a Jack Johnson album next to my beer. And I'm just like, oh, cool, I love Jack Johnson. Who is this? You want to go upstairs and bro out while we listen to it? <laughs> you are an, uh, a Dane Cook CD. You are, you are not an American if you don't love Mr. Cook. Six pack of natty ice. I get, I get thirsty. I get real thirsty, and a big black dildo. <laughs> this is Sir, two broke geeks, by in the way. Bag. No, yeah. I mean you can. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. <laughs> Sir, I'm uh, just gonna look in your bag. You don't know what... what? There's nothing but big black dildos in here. <laughs> well, those are for Chad. <laughs> did you spray, did you spray Axe body spray on this dildo? Yeah, like a can and a half. If nobody knows what we're talking about, uh, Bro Rape by Derek Comedy. It is uh, pretty funny. They had a couple other uh, pretty funny videos too, Derek Comedy. They had the blowjob girl with uh, Ellie Kemper. Yeah, and um, who, uh, they also had like Wink the Closet it so Elf. Dry. A dry. <laughs> it's going to be like sandpaper. It's going to be like sandpaper in the desert for you. The, the thing I talked about last oh. night, too, is from a different comedy group, but it's kind of from the same kind of weird... Uh, oh, I forgot to look it up, but I feel like I maybe remember... the I'm going to grape you in the mouth. Yeah, it's it's a uh, what, it's from a sketch group called The Whitest Kids You Know, and it's, bas- it's called The Grapist, and it's basically a grape drink commercial where they have like a giant grape... Oh, mascot like bashing in Kool-Aid man style into a kid's room. He's like, come over here, kids. I would grape you in the mouth. And it's like, uh, <laughs> and it's the, uh, like the guys trying to defend it while the, the product, the, the main, the studio execs are like, ah, this is really bad, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow. Do you remember for a hot second, 
um, and Leanne and I still think about this from time to time and say it to each other, and it's really makes us laugh. Uh, for like a hot second, Kmart had an ad about being able to ship things from in store and the whole ad campaign was i just shipped my pants oh yeah really right here in the store you shipped your pants i remember that yeah i want to ship my pants where can i ship my pants (laughs) and it was i'm like that got on television and it didn't stay on television very long but can i ship my kids pants (laughs) yeah And the other one, I swear I remember this, and I've never looked it up to see if maybe I'm crazy. I swear for a hot second, Asper Cream had a jingle that went, you bet your sweet Asper Cream. I don't, that one I'm not familiar with. Yeah, because I swear I remember that, but maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm. You ever see the band, uh, there's a couple of band commercials from over the years, mostly from Europe. Uh, like the European Skittles commercial where they're like having sex and he like basically just Skittles. Uh, yeah, I feel like I have seen that one. And then, and um, then there's one for like pickles, a di- like jarred pickles, but it's a, a bunch of guys in a gym locker room like wearing towels and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comes in wearing a towel and he's like slowly reveals it and you don't see it but you just see the jar of pickles i definitely don't remember that one the skittles one i remember and then there's one i don't know i like watching those uh commercials that uh, i can't remember most of them right now but i've watched you know uh big compilations of them on youtube oh man not exactly what I imagined talking about today, but it's still pretty funny. <laughs> I've actually been thinking a lot about old school internet stuff lately. Like somebody uh, on my Facebook, I think, posted like a whole big compilation of old Homestar Runner videos. Um, I was thinking the other day about, uh, you remember Burnt Face Burnt Man? Burnt Face Matt. I remember one of our... <laughs> colleagues in college was like wicked obsessed with them yep. ah, <sighs> oh man i'd burn myself um, guess it's a good time to roll around in this salt <laughs> <laughs> you dropped your gay card where ha ha, ha yeah. he looked that means he's dead. and then like salad fingers <laughs> oh, oh i never liked salad fingers it was too weird that for was me. a weird one Ah, oh, and uh, what was the other one that, um, did you ever see the uh, How Many Times Is Your Pea Split in Half George Bush music video? No, I don't think I ever watched that one. It was like an anime. How many times is your pea split in no. half? George Bush, George I Bush. I actually kind of missed that one. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. This is just all the stuff I've been thinking about lately is just a lot of old uh, original internet. Well. I've been thinking about those a lot. And they're kind of hard to find now, too, because a lot of those websites don't exist anymore. What's really funny is you're not the only one, because I went down a, a kind of a similar path um, mm-hmm. with, like, old school media and stuff. Uh, it started with my dad. I was talking with him the other day because we were talking about streaming services. Cause, and I'm going to I'm gonna yep. pimp them out, even though I don't know if I'm actually going to go for it or not. Um this full moon entertainment or production whichever it's called 
is running a deal uh, where you buy their streaming service, which is like fifty dollars uh, for the year or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And if you pay fifty dollars for a year, you they are the company that made like all the Puppet Master films and stuff. And so, oh, okay, I. W- I was sitting here thinking, God, that yeah. sounds so. Familiar. If you order their streaming, their own mm. personal streaming service for fifty for fifty bucks for a year, they will send you mm. the entire collection of Puppet Master for free. Uh, and I'm like, mm. I kind of want that because I do mm. love the Puppet Master films. They are a weird thing, but sure. I was like, I don't know if I'm would watch anything else on this network. And I and my dad and I, we were kind of going through it. And there's a couple of things I would, but the one thing that stood out and it bugged the crap out of me for the longest time, like over the course of the years, was there was this movie I watched as a kid where aliens come to Earth and they lose alien specimens that go to a pet shop and are then purchased by kids, um, like five different little aliens. And... I remember the movie very distinctly as a kid because I named my bunny. I don't bunny after one of these things. It's and it's on the streaming service. I thought I was going nuts for the longest time until I finally saw it. Um, I was like, doesn't sound it's, familiar. It's to from me. what is it's it? It's called uh, it's called Pet Shop. That's the name of the film, and it's from a parent company of Full hmm. Moon called uh, Moon Moonstream. Uh, it's like the kid friendly oriented hmm. stuff quote unquote okay um huh and it was driving me nuts and my dad and i found it so and he's like oh my god i thought this i thought you were going nuts when you talked about this and i was just like no i remember i I have something similar in fact let me look it up real quick i remember um when i was a kid a book that i used to check out from the library a lot and I could have sworn it was, and I know this is a sci-fi movie, uh, it came from outer space, but I could have sworn that the name of this book was also It Came From Outer Space. But now I'm thinking that the, uh, hold on, I'm looking, because I remember this book, it was a kid's book, and I used to check it out, and it was about like a little alien that came down on Halloween and went around um, like get trick or treated with the kids and everything. And I, at first I could have sworn it was called, it came from outer space. And then I could have sworn it was called the thing from outer space, but that doesn't give me, that you just sure it's not lets me, me see the, no, no. Uh, I remember if anybody can help me with what the title of this is, I swear up and down, um, it was, and it wasn't even like a little alien. It well, it was an alien, but it was designed to look. Ooh, I might have found it. Oh, I'll I'll send it to you because the the alien itself was actually. Uh, nope, that's not. <laughs> oh, man, the alien was like a little yellow flying saucer, but that was actually what the alien design was, and. I really wish I could, not necessarily because I want to own it, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I Googled it, and I can't find it, and I swear this is a thing that existed, 
And I remember specifically, this is why I thought the title was It Came From Outer Space or The Thing From Outer Space was because the the alien doesn't have a name. They just call it The Thing. So like, they'll be like, you know, the kids will say something to it and it will reply. They'll be like, blah, 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 says The Thing. So if anybody like, knows. It's, it's really funny we're talking about it because I also went down another rabbit hole of... Uh old cartoons because mm-hmm. i don't know why I, I just there was this one cartoon that got stuck in my head yesterday that i was trying to find because i remember it very distinctly and it used to scare the living shit out of me when i was small and mm-hmm. i it's from an old company i forget the name of the company but it's from an old cartoon series called little audrey it's like this little girl uh and like goes on shenanigans like early 80s kind of stuff and first of all it was during the age where they had uh care like the very stereotypical african-american uh house uh uh like housemaid like a maid yeah it was it was it was was very but then i found it it was like her it was i forget the name of it specifically already um but it was like her the the maid was trying to get her to eat real food but she would only eat candy and she like dream she like goes to bed without having dinner and she like finds herself in like a a crazy candy land that um they just basically try to track her like try to murder her basically but like but like wow it it, well it's not it's like she has a tummy they're singing songs about her having a tummy ache from eating all this candy where they try to grab her and they mm-hmm. just keep shoving candy in her face. And I remember as a kid, that used to scare the living shit out of me. <laughs> oh my god, I found the book. Holy shit. I was way <laughs> off on the title, but I finally found it. It was called Space Case. Never heard of it. Okay, well, I will share it on our uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Holy uh, but I finally Googled it came from outer space kids book and I started looking just at the images section of Google and I saw the little alien on the cover and the kids dressed up and I'm like, this is the book and it was called Space Case. I was way off on the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know. I'm so glad I finally got that. Uh cleared up because that was driving me crazy <laughs> any of you anyway. guys any of you guys had these kind of thoughts where like something random pops in your head and you have to go find it from your childhood yes definitely tell oh my god there was a sequel to that book holy moly um yeah please share on instagram twitter facebook all that good stuff let us know if you've had moments like this because that uh is fun to me sort yeah of, it's very way, interesting just... i have another one but i don't know if okay. i want to talk about it on air <laughs> oh you don't have to if you don't want to no i won't i'm not going to it, it's not horrible but certain contexts of it, it like you'll remember it because you were a part of this uh oh okay but i don't want to go down that route <laughs> <laughs> all right fine so what else should you do this week? Well, well, I know one of the things you did this week, and it's yeah. 
uh, something that now I want to do too. So, well, so, uh, well, I might as well just talk about that before we get into the other stuff. But yeah, I've mm-hmm. been in my since we're still quarantined. I still have no idea what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. I have this. I was on Netflix the other day, a couple days ago, and just kind of skimming through, being like, I don't know what the hell to watch. I'm very bored, and I came across Austin Powers. And I was just like, you know what? I remember loving this so much when I was younger because it's been so long since I watched it. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's still Dwight. If I still think it's funny. Yep. And so I watched both that one and uh, the gold, me- uh, not gold member, uh, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Yep. And they are even funnier than I remember. <laughs> it's I just- watched them. I watched them within the last year. So, yes, I have also recently re-experienced Austin Powers. I just, like, it's been so... I don't even remember the last time I watched those films. But, uh, mm. like, watching it and remembering, like, how much I've... Like, watching it as a kid. Because these films, mm. or, like, as a young teen, and not understanding some of those jokes that now going back, being like, how did I get away with watching this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And they are. They're wicked funny. Um, and I I wrote this to you, but I'll say it uh, out loud too. Like a lot of people shit on Goldmember. And Goldmember is definitely the weakest of the three. But I still even think Goldmember is pretty funny. So I'm contemplating going back to Goldmember. That's the only one I haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this, yeah. but I just—it was just so bizarre how fast I like watching those. Like I w- immediately started quoting it, like ta- sp- talking along with the lines mm-hmm. of just being like, "Oh my god!" Like I remember, ha- and like remembering as a kid or teen or whatever, because this movie came out in 1996 or five. Yep. Um, yep. So like being a teenager, a young teenager, just running around, not really knowing the context. On parts of it, being like, "Do I make you, Randy? Do I?" <laughs> or like his, his whole. Uh, we're going photo. to hold the world yeah. ransom for one million dollars, uh, sir. Uh, <laughs> it, what is the name of the corporation again? Uh, the, the I don't anyway, remember. He's like, like we we make like. 500 million alone last year or whatever <laughs> so we should hold the world ransom for one billion, billion dollars <laughs> yeah we'll go with that oh, all i God. all i asked for were sharks with freaking lasers attached to their heads <laughs> yep oh god and um i still think my favorite of the three though is uh, spy who shagged me. Oh my God, it's so, a freaking fat bastard. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I got like a turtle the turtle head poking out. <laughs> I got the turtle head poking out. Oh, it's squinchy. <laughs> Wait a minute. So wrong. He kind of looks like a baby. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Ribs. Ribs. <laughs> Chili's baby back ribs. Oh, I mean, 
right look at me. The mummy death. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm so just happy. dead sexy. <laughs> I like at the end where he's like, she's like, are you happy? He's like, what kind of question is that? I'm rich and I'm dead sexy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Of course I'm so happy. Look at me. I'm a big fat slob. I can't stop eating. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? I'm going to kill you anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, such yeah. a good movie. But I also um, broke down and bought Doom Eternal. Oh, which, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. Okay. Just It's a, Is point, it it's a first person like, shooter game. Yeah, I was going to say, is it basically a lot like the original Doom games? Yeah, super violent. You go and kill hell beasts. Nice. Hey, sometimes there's nothing wrong with... I mean, I've said it on this podcast before. That's why I still like the WWE games. Because you can just run in, beat up a bunch of dudes, and then be done. Yeah, it's like I, I you have to like I really enjoy it because there's a lot of exploration and stuff like that. There mm-hmm. is an online multiplayer component that I'm not super, fan, uh, super about. I've, but I'll probably never touch it. Um, sure. I actually was contemplating buying the new Predator game that came out. Uh, Predator I Hunting Ground. Would, yeah, I would. Probably, because that's made by the same people that made the Friday the 13th game, correct? I don't know, but I, I, but it's one of those things where I kind of don't care because it's an online game. And that's what I mean. So, I think that's I think that's it. I think it's another one of those. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, I a bunch of you are like the, soldiers and one of you is the predator and you just kill each other. Yes. So, yeah, it is... Yeah, it's an asymmetrical online shooter, and yeah, I think it is made by the same people that made Friday the 13th. Yeah. The so. Friday the 13th game was fun for a while until I had to turn on the voice uh, the voice function, so I actually had to talk slash hear the other players, and then I immediately mm. hated the game just because, they, I hate to say it, um, but the, at least with some of the communities of the online game, they are racist as hell. and A lot and of I'm them, like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't. I don't want to be associated with this crap. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, I mean, yesterday was May the 4th. Well, well, as we're recording yep. this. So I watched. Yep. They actually put out a bunch of stuff on Disney+. Plus. I saw that they did, yeah. So I watched... Uh, my roommates and I, we watched Return of the Jedi last night. Um, nice. But yesterday morning, I woke up and watched the final episode of Clone Wars, which they put out, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Which, fuck, man. Yep. they So much fun. And then I watched nice. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Now I can now I can hear everybody getting all worked up mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I still need... Yeah, I still need to watch it a second time, but uh, it, there's now that definitely it's on Disney Plus. Weird, it'll be it definitely like yeah. The more we talked, the like we kind of said the last time around when we saw it originally, it has flaws. I'm not gonna lie, sure. but at this point, there's no there's no way anyone's gonna be happy. So you might as well just go and have fun, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what I did. I hate the Knights of Ren because mm-hmm. I was really hoping they would do more than just be cannon fodder but yes mm-hmm. i 
personally just had a lot of fun just watching it. It's beautiful to look at that they just closed everything up regardless how people feel how they closed it up. Yep. And it's I done. Uh, there's also a show. Oh, they also they put, announced. Oh, ooh, I was going to say they also announced that Taika Watiti is going to direct a Star Wars movie. Yep. And I already tweeted him. I know I'm never going to hear uh, <laughs> saying I want to be in it, even if it's just a tiny like droid in the background. Uh huh. Just something. If anyone here listens and can get this Takia Watiti, I would love to audition. I don't want a role. I want to work for a role. Work for it. Yes. But even if it's just like a guy doing the Wilhelm scream in the background. Ah! (laughs) Like that kind of thing. I'm down. Just whatever. Put me in. Because I don't know if I ever told you, but I finally watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh, did you? How was it? Yeah. I liked it. Um... It's, it's really it. it's really oh it kind of turn it's really good uh for a weird nazi comedy film mm-hmm. um but it's really good and it, it kind of guts you a little bit at the end i won't give it away but you're like fuck well i w- i would hope uh i would hope that a film about nazis and world war Two, and i i know the basic premise is um kid in the Hitler youth becomes acquainted with a Jewish person or a, a Jewish child. I know that much about, I would hope basically that basically the, that, basically the hit, the, the kid, the, the Nazi kid, he's basically trying to become the next Hitler because mm. he, he has an imaginary friend that is Hitler, but like the kid version <laughs> played by Taika Waititi, right? Taika Waititi. Yeah. And it, but it's like the kid version where he's like, Whereas, like, Hitler's like, well, I'm going to go have dinner with some unicorns that owe me money or something like that. Like, stupid shit like that. So it's that kind of thing. Sure, Uh, sure. But it's the basic gist that he idolizes Hitler, wants to be, like, the next Hitler or at least right hand to Hitler. But Mm -hmm. real – but it's kind of like the story of you may not always want – the, like, perceptions and reality are very different. Mm -hmm. So – it's so it's i really liked it i thought it was such a fun film uh never thought i'd say that about a film with hitler as an imaginary character but whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah um this week i mostly did uh more spider-man related stuff uh we talked about it on the show i rewatched the whole 90s series and I've talked about it on the show before. My favorite Spider-Man cartoon of all time is Spectacular. Actually, my favorite Spider-Man adaptation in overall is the Spectacular Spider-Man comic, uh, comic cartoon. Um, and so I was like, well, here's these other Spider-Man cartoons I haven't seen yet. Let me try these. And I had a vague memory of having seen maybe an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man. And I don't know if that's something you and I watched together or maybe I was at uh, your house and Will was watching it. Um, and I remember No, nah, he was it. too big. No, we were watching Paw Patrol. Yes. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> And I was like, I have this vague memory of this show not being good, but I haven't seen it in so long. I'm going to give it uh, another shot. And it's 
fucking watchable. I watched two and a half episodes of this Ultimate Spider-Man. And I'm shocked as hell that it is as not good as it is. Maybe I should qualify. It's not necessarily that it's not good. It's just aimed at... And also with the caveat that all superhero cartoons are aimed at children. This is aimed at very young children, I think. Because it's got a lot of that Teen Titans Go like goofiness to it. And it's very bizarre because the people involved in making it are wicked talented. Like Jeff Loeb and Paul Dini and a few other really talented people worked on this show. And I couldn't get through three full episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I said, screw that. I'll watch the next one because after Ultimate Spider-Man was done, uh, Marvel slash Disney put out yet another Spider-Man cartoon. And this one is just called Spider-Man. Although I guess sometimes, like if you see it written down, they call it Marvel's Spider-Man. And I've only watched three episodes of this one. Uh, but this one I'm actually going to keep going with because so far the quality of it is actually pretty high. It's more in line with the nineties and spectacular in terms of like the tone of the show. It's, it's not that like young kid goofiness type stuff that they had going right. on in ultimate is Spider-Man. that the is this the version that's still going on i or? think it's yeah i it started in 2017 and then i think it had like a season in 2018 and then maybe let me look real quick because uh, i watched i don't know so every once in a while these things will pop up on youtube while i'm on there so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, what the hell? I'll go on. And I watch a scene from, I'm assuming, the newest version mm-hmm. where, like, Mary Jane is attached mm-hmm. to the Carnage symbiote. And I think Mary Jane at some point. I, I'm not sure. I know that here. I'll send you the. I'll send you the link. I'm sure at some point. I know that, it, like, in this new one, it's really based on a lot of the um, new stuff. That was done by, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy, uh, Dan Slott. Okay. So, um, like, Peter in the, I just sent you the link. I to, see it. Okay. Um, it's, it's uh, Peter starts out at Midtown High and then gets drafted by... Um, What's the character's name? And this is why I say it's based on Dan Slott, because this isn't a character that I ever saw in the comics. I don't know if Dan Slott created this character, but I think he used him more heavily. Max Modell. Okay. Do you know that character? Uh, Max Modell. He's like a super genius kind of... Oh yeah, he was com- he was created by Dan Slott. So anyway, he runs this uh, school that Peter gets drafted into that's basically a school for geniuses. It's called Horizon High. And uh, when he gets there, this is the interesting thing. I'll be interested to see how this plays out as the series goes on. But one of the other students at this, he's already Spider-Man, Peter is. But then when he gets to this school, Miles is a student at this school. So I assume Miles is going to become the second Spider-Man at some point. 
Oh yeah, so yeah, this is definitely the looking at yeah, this is the newest version because mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just not feeling it, but at the same time, um we've talked about it before so is like my go-to favorite character. Yeah. And there's just some yep. aspects of the character that I don't necessarily like when they change it up a little bit. Oh sure. And I, this is this is what, because the scene I watched sure. was definitely from a later episode where they kind of incorporated the carnage I symbiote. Think if I was gonna say I think if you look in that uh, article, I think later on, like they even changed the name of the show for, in like the second or third season. Yeah, they called the third season the subtitle of the third season was yeah, maximum it's that, yeah. So like Mary, so. The, like the snippet I watched was there was it was uh it was mm-hmm. Flash Thompson as as v- Agent Venom, Spider Man. And I guess Harry Osborn in some sort of Iron Man kind of suit, and they and Mary Jane is infected with the Carnage symbiote and is like choking them all out. And all three of them take their masks mm-hmm. off and reveal themselves to Mary Jane, and being like, "You can fight this because we're friends." And I was just like, oh, "Fuck off." <laughs> I mean, it still has... T- like I said, I've only been in three episodes. It still could go downhill, um, but it's nowhere near <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man, which was so bad. <laughs> and again, with the caveat that I think I think it's so bad because I'm very, very clearly right. not the target audience. Not necessarily because... Um, there was anything wrong with the quality beyond the fact that I thought it was too childish and that therefore clearly wasn't yeah. aimed at me. So, um, yeah. did you, did you happen to cool. catch up on Rick and Morty? Nope. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, when Cause I watched them because like I told you, like I watched the premiere la- the other night and it was funny, but we'll get more into mm-hmm. it when you watch it. It was funny at for weird yes. reasons, but it wasn't as good as some of the other ones. I'm very curious to see see okay, how, what you I, think. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Uh, yeah, that happens. I think every season so far. There's a couple episodes every season so far that I think like, you'll fine, I think you'll get a kick out of the, the five of episodes the they showed before this, and then this one is very like. There's there's a couple points where I was like, what the hell? But I there's a reason behind it. But like I said, I won't go into it until you watch it because it's kind of the whole p- purpose of the episode okay. is basically to piss everyone off. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, then finally, since uh, I'm thinking about what else I did this week and it wasn't much, but we gotta talk about that season yeah, finale of Westworld. <laughs> so good number one right off the bat i ended up i was wrong well first i was right then i was wrong because i originally said i don't think that uh dolores will make it out of this season but that's because i thought that this was the final season and then i found out there was a season four and I was like, oh, well, then they've got to keep Dolores around for season four. And I. Yeah, because I made the wrong. assumption that the, <laughs> the next season would mostly revolve around Charlotte Dolores, which I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm right on that. Yeah. And 
I'm yeah. fine with that at this point, especially based on what they did with her character in this last episode. Did, like uh, did, some of, the, I, I figured it was going to go down some way like that, but I did not expect it the way it did. And then, yeah, I was partially right and wrong with Will because, like, though I've been mm-hmm. preaching this entire season. I'm like, no, nah, he's definitely a host. He is totally a host, and he's coming to terms with it. Like as we move on. And I was wrong slash right. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I do like that. It, and they had those two after credits scenes, which I'm like, it's a little weird that these are after the credits. You could have just put them before, but it was a nice tag uh, with Will going to meet up with Charlotte. And Charlotte is the one that replaces him. Yeah, with, with a host. A, yeah, with a man in black host in the um, India in the India Delos line yep and boy are they really fucking with my timeline in that before the credits bernard uh puts on that little device so that he can step through into robot heaven trying to figure out uh because we find out in this episode that um uh, Caleb basically sets off the destruction of humankind. No, he doesn't set up the destruction um, of it. It's basically the uh, it's the idea of getting well, rid I of think he do- the preconceived notions that Solomon and Sirach have made, where it's like you, where it's like you yeah. know where everything is. It's well, just cut utter chaos. Here's why I think he sets off the destruction of humankind is because. Uh, Sorak basically points out that Rohimbo, uh, the the updated version of Solomon that isn't crazy or whatever the the Solomon AI, is that every simulation that Rohimbo comes up with where it doesn't control every part of everybody's life ends in the destruction of humankind. And Caleb says um, something about uh you know at least they'll have a choice and he deletes Rohimbo Rohimbo or however the fuck it's pronounced and we've now seen two different scenarios and granted they've been very quick scenarios but the the post credit scene last season with Will in the dilapidated or the the will host in the dilapidated broke down Westworld Park and then when Bernard wakes up he is covered in years of crap when he comes back from Robot Heaven and he also says something before he goes into Robot Heaven about um, I'm going to see about finding an answer to what happens after yeah. the end of the so world. here's here's what I so, think is going to be what, what they're setting up. I think with Bernard coming back, being brought back online, because I'm still under the notion and mm-hmm. the like here the before or like previously they were really pushing showing forward. So I think Ford is now inside mm-hmm. Bernard instead of I thought maybe he was part of Will. Oh, you think? Ford I think comes Bernard back? is now Ford. Hmm. Okay. Because I think there's some maybe. code. There might be some code or something that was uploaded with going into that other part of Robot Heaven. 
um, that maybe Ford mm-hmm. locked away that might in, be. like as God in Robot Heaven or something like along those lines. So it's going to be the showdown between Ford Bernard against Will and Dolores, Charlotte Dolores. I'm also re- well. It, it will not just be. It'll be because uh, Will wants to stop Dolores. Uh, Will's dead well, now. He doesn't know because yeah. now it's the Will hose. The real Will is dead. So you're right. Um, the other player I think will be going um, because Dolores give a great speech to uh, Maeve. Maeve. I was gonna say Thandy Newton, but that's the actress's name. Gives that great speech to Maeve about you know seeing the beauty in the world and because Maeve was gonna kill, uh, well was gonna help Dolores get killed and inadvertently did help Dolores get killed and she was also gonna kill Caleb and then ends up turning on Sirach. Um so I think Maeve is probably also gonna try to stop charlotte and the uh, yeah. host william yeah i think it's well. gonna come i don't think we'll see i don't know if we'll so. see much of caleb next season probably will um i feel like it's gonna really just we probably i feel like uh, honestly Maybe. i kind of felt like this season felt a little rushed well mainly because of the way the way certain things the, the way Maybe. things kind of went Felt like it because they're like, oh, we only have eight episodes. What are we going to do? And I feel like, especially with this mm-hmm. many characters that we still have left on the board, that yeah. maybe moving it to just 12, yep. ep- just 12 episodes or even 10. Just make it a little bit longer so we can kind of get everything the proper time it needs. Because I don't know where else Caleb will go because he's, he's basically just cannon fodder at this point. The scapegoat that... I don't think so. Well, he's a scapegoat, but I Dolores did kind of position him to be the uh, leader of the. Although he, I guess there's really nothing to resist anymore now that Sorok is dead and Rohimbo yeah. is deleted. It's gonna be so interesting maybe? to see how the fourth season's gonna roll. Especially since the fourth season, I think at this point is a long way. I mean, there's always a pretty big break between Westworld seasons. All production, but, all productions have ceased uh, until next year. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they haven't even. Oh started God, it's gonna be like Rick and Morty all over again. <laughs> maybe there was a pretty big break between uh, season one and two, and season two and. Yeah. Three, though, so maybe. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I thought overall this was a really good season. One, It's weird. One person I talked with said it was the worst season they ever watched. And I'm like, whatever. Like, But their reasons were the exact reasons why I wasn't a big fan of season two. Yeah, I thought season two was yeah. the weakest one so far. I thought this season was very clear and they they surprised me at the end because i thought we were going to get another like revelation of like out of sequence time and we didn't really there were flashbacks because of will uh because of uh caleb's memory 
Um, but we knew that those were flashbacks because of Caleb's yeah. weird memory. They, they they never tried to hide that those were flashbacks because of Caleb. I thought it was kind of clever uh, right there at the end that we found out that Dolores somewhere in the back of her head had stored the memory of Caleb from uh, when she was a host in War World and they were uh, and the US Army was using War World as a training ground. That was a little weird. Like I thought like it was kind of weird like how, not not the scene well the scene itself cuz it was just like oh no because they save all the hosts from like the copies and then they're like mm-hmm. whoa we should like the the soldiers were like well we should like fend like have the spoils of war ain't that right ladies i'm just like oh that is just that's just creepy yeah and obviously not all soldiers are terrible people i won't say that you know obviously this is but i mean obviously there will be people in any group that will come up with yeah. terrible things. I have a terrible coworker who has never done never done that kind of thing, but he's told a lot of stories about uh to me taking a little bit too much pleasure in roughing up brown people in countries where there are deserts. Oh. <laughs> I'll put well it like that and way. that was like the whole bit too also uh. made me a little weird. It's like because, like, Aaron Paul, Caleb shows up and tells the guys, no, we don't need to do this. Like, let's just all go home. And Dolores is like, that's the guy we need. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really, I didn't register that as, in the moment as she was like, that's the guy we need. I registered that as a moment where, for whatever reason, she had enough self-awareness in that moment to register that's a good person and then somehow that um memory survived all of her reprogrammings uh, so that when she did finally become completely conscious she just had this weird memory of like here is a human being that I know is not okay. a terrible person, even though up to that point her experiences were, and she could have been wrong, but up to that point her experiences with living humans were, they were all terrible and trying to control every aspect true. of her life. That is true. And here was a guy who stepped up and said, guys, don't yeah. rape the robots. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, <laughs> so. Because even William, you know, all her experiences with humans in Westworld were either like guys like William who were like shooting everybody up and then dragging her into the barn to rape her. Or she busts out of Westworld and realized, oh, shit, here's all these people who created me and were basically just trying to use me for uh, profit and basically mistreating me my entire existence. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, um. I told I yeah. yeah. I like the ideas that th- but I I like the ideas that this show presents where you can really think about them. True, yeah. It's afterward. Like I said, like it's going to be very interesting cuz I feel like we've seen the last of Evan Rachel Wood. Uh yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh they seem to make it pretty clear that her entire program was 
even like the oldest memories she had stored in her memory. Yeah, so it'll be very gone. interesting to see Tessa Thompson like kind of pick up. Uh, she's, I mean, not like she's not yeah. fully capable. <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah, it's there's and gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a lot. Hell. There's gonna be it's season four is gonna be very interesting whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. But I was telling, I I also posted, like, before I watched that, I watched the Westworld movie. Uh, Oh, yeah. Man, I I haven't, I don't, I've watched it once before, but I remember very little of it. Because I remember, I was watching, I was like, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. And it is, it is fun Mm -hmm. if you get a chance. It's for rent on Amazon, right? I'm off tomorrow. Maybe I'll rent it. We'll see. Uh, I'll decide tomorrow. Yeah, because it's just, it's very different, obviously, uh, from the show. Like oh, Man sure. in Black is like very Terminator-ish this time around. Mm. Same concept, yeah. though, right? Robots become aware. Well, and, I don't know if okay. they become no, not curious. the aware. The concept is more is mm. more they go haywire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still fun. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Cool. Well, anything else um, this week? There's another show that's coming out um, that I'm actually kind of curious to... Uh, it's on, It's a Hulu exclusive. It's from Justin Roiland called mm-hmm. Solar Opposites. I oh, keep, yeah. I remember seeing... It, it, it looks, looks I mean, it just looks like a more alien version of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Well, but sure. I'm kind of yeah. curious. So, yeah, I'll be checking that out too. I had actually forgotten. To, I'm glad you brought that up. I, because I've been seeing ads. I've been for seeing it a lot of ads for it over the course of the last couple of weeks. I just kept forgetting to bring it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Same. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week, everybody. And uh, sorry, this episode's a little late. We just I had to watch the season finale of Westworld before and then this we good, recorded next episode's it. Next so. gonna be a lot of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Later, Later everyone. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks.